Welcome to Nahum Connections Podcast, Voices in Patient Access. Here, industry experts contribute their voices about popular patient access topics, including career development and leadership, revenue cycle operations, healthcare regulations, and the patient experience. If you like what you hear today, subscribe or leave a review where you listen to podcasts. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the Nahum Connections Podcast. I'm Morgan Mangara, Managing Editor of Nahum's Access Management Journal and Nahum Connections, and your podcast host. In this episode, I'm sitting down with Nahum Policy Development and Government Relations Committee member Pam Carlisle to discuss the upcoming surprise medical billing final rule, which goes into effect on January 1st, 2022, and what it means for patient access professionals. Pam, welcome to the Nahum Connections podcast. Thank you for having me, Morgan. Thanks, Pam. So before diving into our conversation, tell our listeners a bit about yourself, your career in patient access, and your involvement with Nahum. I am very fortunate to have had a longstanding career with Nahum and in the patient access industry. I began my Nahum experience in 2002, where I sat for and passed the CHAM exam, which is very exciting. But I have been an active member as president, vice president, treasurer, and on various committees to help our industry move forward. I have about 25 years of experience within the patient access and revenue cycle area in both multi-facility hospitals as well as recent experience with rural hospitals and patient practice. So Pam, let's talk about the No Surprises Act that Congress passed in January 2021. Can you share an overview of that act for our listeners? Yes, in early January 2021, Congress worked on the No Surprise Act, and it really sought to end surprise billing practices for our consumers. And it really focused on areas including hospitals, freestanding emergency departments, critical access areas, and air ambulance services. Surprise billing happens when our patients and consumers unknowingly get care from providers that are outside of their health needs. For example, one in five patients who present to a hospital incur costs and are treated by out-of-network doctors. There is an average patient bill paid by an ER doctor, for example, of an out-of-pocket of $622 for an emergency care visit because the patients do not understand that that physician is out of the network. So the government is really seeking to end this surprise billing, to provide education to our consumers, to mitigate that surprise at the end of their services. Two-thirds of all the bankruptcies filed in the United States are tied to medical expenses. So this is a growing concern for our industry. Thank you for sharing that background, Pam. So can you tell us a little bit about what this new rule means for patient access professionals? Yes, as healthcare professionals, we will have to provide plain language consumer notices explaining to the patient that they are receiving care from an out-of-network provider. We will also be required to post publicly to inform patients about our efforts to protect them against surprise billing. And it's interesting because there are really four key takeaways to this No Surprises Act. 
Number one, we need to ensure that our emergency services, regardless of where they are performed, are all billed within network basis, that we do not bill our patients for out-of-network services or requirements around pre-authorization. It also bans out-of-network cost sharing for non-emergency services and emergency services. It also, number three, bans charges for ancillary services. So no surprise bills for anesthesiologists or radiologists who are outside of that hospital's network. And finally, it does require advance notice for our providers and hospitals to be able to share with our consumers and our patients the information under this rule. Thank you for those points. Like what you hear on Naham Connections podcast? Visit naham.org slash nahamconnections to catch up with the latest patient access content and insights from patient access professionals and industry experts. On the other hand, what does this new rule mean for patients? This new rule is really set up to remove the burden for our patients in finding in-network coverages. So it would make it easier for patients if they were going to an out-of-network facility that they would be informed upfront and have a good understanding that their copays and deductibles might be higher if they went to an out-of-network provider. It really alleviates the stress of the patient to make those determinations. Is the provider in network or is it out of network? It provides a clear understanding that they're coming in for their ancillary services, that we're educating them up front to say, you know, you're being treated by an out of network provider, would you still like to continue with care? So that they don't get surprised at the end of the day with the dollar amount that is outside of that scope that what they were thinking for the services. That's really helpful to know. Thanks, Pam. So what do you see as the potential benefits of the No Surprises Act and the interim rule? I believe, Morgan, that it will push payers, providers to really work closer together to get a deeper understanding of the cost structure how we partner with our other physician partners on who we bring into our hospitals to service our patients and to really work collectively to continue to reduce the administrator burden of healthcare costs. As leaders in the revenue cycle and patient access family, we have a commitment to provide the highest quality care at the lowest financial cost for our consumers. And it's important that we, we put our arms around this rule, that we understand it, and that we all try to mitigate that administrative burden in healthcare as we move forward and drive the cost of it down for our patients. Excellent. So we know that with every benefit comes some challenges. So can you share some potential challenges that we might see come up with the No Surprises Act in the interim rule? Yes, Morgan, I would be happy to. Providing the consumer notices to our patients and posting about these new policies is definitely an administrative burden that takes time. It takes the initiative of our marketing teams in the hospitals, our relationships with the payers. And it's really unclear how the out-of-network bills will be resolved at the end. So who's gonna be that accountable person? 
to have the deciding factor on what we do with these costs at the end of the day. And we're really going to have to have a good understanding of contracted services. Um, one of the cons is that the radiology groups, the anesthesia groups, they're really going to have to struggle and reach beyond their grasp to understand hospital contracts as well. Thank you for sharing that. So the interim rule is just part one of a series of regulations aimed at protecting patients from surprise medical bills. What remains to be clarified about the No Surprises Act? Most certainly, it is the final rule does not really address how we dispute those resolutions I just spoke about, meaning who will bear the responsibility of the uncovered fees, how much of those fees will be included. So as the rule continues to get reviewed, the Department of Health and Human Services are hopefully will address this in their part two of this interim rule to help us all understand it a little better. That's great. Looking to grow your skill set and stature within patient access profession? Consider NAHAM's Certified Healthcare Access Associate or Certified Healthcare Access Manager, the only patient access certifications that meet NCCA standards. Showcase your knowledge, problem-solving abilities, and dedication to your career by becoming NAHAM Certified. Visit certification.naham.org to learn more. So how can patient access leaders help their teams understand the meaning and impact of the No Surprises Act? As a leader in the revenue cycle and in the patient access area of healthcare, we need to be sure that we can simplify the content for our employees and our patients. We need to educate ourselves on the contracts within our networks. So as a hospital, who do your anesthesiologists contract with? Who do your radiologists contract with? And developing some tools into matrices to make this really an educational, informed process for everyone involved. In surprise medical billing, some folks think that they're all alone in this. The most common sources for surprise medical billing not only include physicians, also including lab tests, prescription drugs, hospitals, and imaging services. Our imaging services in this nation make up 35% of the surprise billing because of the reads on the services. And as access professionals, understanding that it's more than out-of-network physicians, it includes lab tests, pathology reports, and to really embrace that understanding of what the law entails, how it impacts our division and our world, and really simplifying the process for our employees. That's great advice for other leaders. Thanks, Pam. So as we close out, let's talk a bit about your involvement on the NAHAM Policy Development and Government Relations Committee. Why is this committee so necessary to NAHAM's membership? And what resources can members review to better understand regulatory issues that affect patient access professionals? That's a loaded question, Morgan. As we know in healthcare, the rules change every day. New laws are coming out, new governments are, are written up as far as patient identity, how we handle joint admission, how we handle disaster preparedness. 
And as an organization, Mayhem dedicates a committee to really be the liaison between patient access professionals and the government. They review policies, they have input into rulings, so they will take some time to really put their arms around the issue and we will write some informational documents and have them presented and sent in so that people can hear our voice. The Nahum Governments Committee is definitely a voice for the access world and for the revenue cycle. If you go to nahum.org and look under resources, if you scroll down to government relations, you will find information on regulatory issues, toolkits so that we don't have to reinvent the wheel. The toolkits are vast. They range from patient experience to joint commission to even diversity and inclusion and equity. We are really the voice on the hill. So we are excited to be a strong platform so that we can take forward the voice of the access professionals so that we have input into the healthcare decisions and laws that are being made. The other thing that people tend to miss is our policy laws. You can go on to the nahem.org and ask questions, ask us how we interpret the policy, ask us how other area hospitals are incorporating this into their practices. So we're really a key that pulls the community together to be sure we are all well informed and to make sure we are all compliant with the rules and regulations. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing, Pam. So Pam, I'd like to thank you for sharing your insights and expertise about the upcoming surprise medical billing final rule. And thank you to the Naham Policy Development and Government Relations Committee for your dedication to monitoring and informing our members of the latest regulatory updates. Morgan, I really appreciate it. And I would just like to leave the audience with the fact to educate themselves, to simplify the process for their hospitals, and to really have the right systems in place to detect and alert and work with your vendor partners to really look at this collectively and as a whole, because the hospitals aren't in this. So I really appreciate the opportunity to share that information. Thank you so much. For more about surprise medical billing, visit naham.org slash naham connections for the latest updates authored by our Policy Development and Government Relations Committee. That's naham.org slash naham connections. To access more regulatory resources, visit the Naham Patient Access Regulatory Issues Management page at naham.org slash key issues. That's N-A-H-A-M dot org slash key issues. Plus, NAHAM members can access regulatory-related toolkits on the topics of patient identity integrity, CMS survey, and Joint Commission survey at naham.org slash career dash toolkits. That's N-A-H-A-M dot org slash career dash toolkits. Thank you to everyone listening today. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Naham Connections Podcasts, Voices in Patient Access. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to stay up to date on the latest news and insights in patient access. Read more in-depth articles by visiting us at Naham Connections, N-A-H-A-M dot org slash connections. Until next time.